Welcome back to Overexerted, a Laquana podcast brought to you by Two Tired Dads. I'm Charles. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts. On today's episode, we're discussing the launch of Into the Inklands. Uh, ben, how did your release day go? Pretty good, actually. I picked up a couple booster boxes, a trove, gift set, and then I went to a sealed event the following day. There was no sealed event on the day of, but the following day I went to a sealed event. I was actually so busy on the Friday of release that I actually didn't open anything until I got to the sealed event. And when I got there, I was about an hour early, hour and a half early. I was just getting ready to start sitting down and opening up product and in walked two newbies mm-hmm. who wanted to try out the game they had been collecting. Uh, one was a Pokemon card collector. The other was a Lorcana collector who was just new into card games, it seemed. Mm-hmm. There was only one person in the store to help customers. So I volunteered to teach these people how to play. And after teaching them how to play with the two starter decks, I got lucky enough that the uh, the owner said, you know what, because you helped them out, why don't you take the two booster packs that were inside the starter decks? Ooh, nice. Yep, ended up pulling, I think, a legendary out of each of them. Wow. I got a Hydra and I think a Foil Hydra. If I'm remembering correctly, I might be misremembering, but yeah, pretty good pulls out of the the two booster pack starter decks. Certainly, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I finally got to open some product just after the sealed event started. I had already built my deck. I let everybody know, hey, my deck's built. I'm going to lay it off to the side. Until time runs out, I'm just going to quickly open up this trove. And it seemed like almost everybody else was pretty much done or done. And so people kind of just wanted to see what was in the trove. And I think it was either the first or second pack in the trove. I pulled a Enchanted Maleficent. Jeez. Yeah. And then I only had enough time to open a gift set. And both my booster boxes stayed there. And I opened them. In the overexerted Discord, when I got home live on uh, live on stream there for a couple couple viewers that hopped in, and my third pack in, I pulled an enchanted Captain Hook. Jeez! So not too too bad. Pretty happy. I was looking for the hook. I was hoping for the Peter Pan. My wife's a Peter Pan fan, so so two boxes plus a trove, a gift set, and mm-hmm. two booster packs. That's what you've opened. Two boxes, a trove, a gift set, and two booster packs. Yeah. Oh, and I guess six packs from the sealed event, or how many? yeah, and yeah, six packs from the sealed event. I pulled a couple legendary Maleficents, other than the enchanted one. And the first box that I opened was probably the best box that I've ever opened, and it actually finally got rid of the uh, that prediction or the theory that I had. Yeah, the theory that I had that you couldn't open enchanteds in boxes. No, no. So, well, it got rid of that as well. I ended up pulling Maleficent, Mm -hmm. Milo Thatch, Mm -hmm. Hydra, two Lucky Dimes, Mm -hmm. a Robin Hood, Mm -hmm. the Captain Hook Enchanted, but also a foil Jim Hawkins. Mm -hmm. So I always thought you can't get a legendary foil out of a booster box that has an Enchanted, and if somebody hits the legendary foil, just don't even bother opening the rest of the box. Mm -hmm. I see. That was your... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The guy who won the sealed event got eight booster packs. I went two and one, but I didn't get third place. Somebody else who went two and one did. And 
the guy who won it got eight booster packs. He's sitting down at the table and he goes, I don't even think I want to open these booster packs. He goes, I just saw a guy pull a foil legendary out of this box. So I don't think I want to open the booster packs. And I looked over at him. I said, I'll buy those booster packs off you right now. Mm -hmm. And he kind of chuckled and he goes, ah, okay, you know what? I'm just going to open them. And he opened it. First pack, he pulled an enchanted Jafar. So I was that close. I was that close to having it. (laughs) Savage. But yeah, from a lot of people, I've been hearing a lot of luck. Um, Listener of the show, Jeremiah Cubby, he pulled a enchanted Ursula out of his box, last pack of the box. His friend Malachi ended up pulling a enchanted Gramatala out of the first pack of his box. And Malachi actually brought his brother-in-law, who pulled a enchanted Chernabog out of his first box ever. Never bought any boxes of Lurkana, hasn't played a card game since he was a kid, and they decided, let's get him into it. And he said, yeah, okay, I'll come along and I'll buy a box, and ends up pulling a Chernabog Enchanted. Okay, Ben, it's one thing that I gotta sit here and listen to your amazing pulls. (laughs) I don't need to sit here and have you tell me about the entire community's amazing pulls, okay? If I'm doing my math right, you've opened less than three boxes, even with your sealed event. Correct. I have two boxes and 20 packs, if I was doing the math correctly. So almost three boxes. Almost three boxes. I've opened four boxes, Ben. I've opened four boxes. Okay. You want to know which legendaries I have like more than one of to play with? Not First of all, not a single enchanted in sight. And I'm not talking I opened three boxes and i still have some packs left in the fourth box no it was going so terribly i opened all four boxes oh i was like there's got to be something down at the bottom of this no there's not you want to know which legendaries i have more than one of which ones milo thatch (laughs) that he's he's a useful card no he's not one day, maybe. <clears throat> Grandma Tala, and I, and when I say more than one, it's just two. I also have two Lucky Dimes, which is like the other Sapphire Legendary, but they don't even go in the same deck. Mm-hmm. And I have two Mickey Mouse Trumpeters. That's not bad. Every other Legendary, I have one of. There's none I'm missing this time. There's no Donald Duck that I don't have. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a collector. I would much rather be missing a couple and have at least closer to play sets of some ones I actually want to play. Mm-hmm. I'm not huge on Jafar. I'm not mad that I don't have a bunch of Jafars, even though everybody else is really hyped on him. But I said I want some Ursula Deceivers of all. I got one. I can't build a deck with one Ursula. Robin Hood, a great steel card. I have one. I can't. I can't. What am I doing? What am I doing here? To be fair, you have more Ursula Deceiver Vols than I do. Okay, I may as well not. I have one. I cannot build a deck with that. Uh, Jim Hawkins, I have one. 
Mm. So cool. Am I going to build an RLS legacy deck now? No. <laughs> no. Oh, well, first of all, I was also supposed to have a trove and a gift set. And my store messed up and accidentally sold my trove and gift set without looking to see if it had been special ordered. Oh. So I had to take a hit on that. Not mm-hmm. that, that would have saved my box opening. Maybe, I don't know. At least one enchanted out of four plus boxes would have been nice. But yeah. I don't I don't even know if I want to open boxes anymore, Ben. I don't know. The uh the store that I got my trove from. Uh I got the enchanted. The worst part is we've had him on the show. Uh Nick was there with me the day of and they said do you want the top box the middle box or the bottom box and i said ah i don't know i said mm, and i was kind of leaning middle first and foremost i said nick which box should i pick and he said pick a number between one and ten i said five he said take the middle box so i took the middle box and that had the enchanted mm-hmm. the other store that i went to also had a trove that they sold to somebody and I saw it on Discord that he pulled an enchanted Mickey Trumpeter. So I'm starting to think troves might be where it's at. I love troves. I wish I could get my hands on a trove. I mm-hmm. pre ordered a trove. Didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I drove by my other store at like eight AM. They opened at noon. Or not noon. Sorry, not noon. They opened at ten. So like two hours before they opened. Uh, this is a store that does not take pre-orders. Already 12 people in line. Like, what am I doing? Uh, so I didn't even, I didn't even stop there. Because by the time they would have ran out, they had like four troves available. So I would have been able to get like eight packs. I'm not standing in line two hours to get eight packs. And already like kind of four boxes was kind of my budget. I got I got to start toning it down. Yeah, I didn't realize how incomplete a set would be with four boxes. Even just regular rares. There's a lot of rares I have one of. Some I have none of. I guess I'm just used to opening more product. Um, yeah, I I definitely felt it this time with that. Like I have zero Bernards. Not that like I need Bernard necessarily. But it was just like a interesting, like, oh, I didn't pull a single Bernardi. It's a regular rare. I opened a case. And it was a sealed case, too, Ben. This wasn't four random boxes. This was a sealed and cardboard case. And it was a bad one. I just... I also bought a case. That's where I got my Enchanted from. So, I don't know. I'm hoping the other two boxes that are left in there still have some uh, some magic in there. because. That was the case that I bought so that two of those boxes could go towards a draft. I'm just I'm just devastated. Honestly, you know. Uh like there's so few cards I have a playset of. I've got four of the lamp. I've got four turner boxes. Nobody even wants four turner boxes. You're not putting four turner boxes in the deck. You know, I kinda wanna play Mufasa, but I feel like Perdita really needs to go in that deck. I've got one Perdita. Uh, I've got five hearts of Atlantis. What a, of all the rares? What an amazing rare to have five of. You know, 
Oh, the other one I have five of is like um on your feet now. Uh, <laughs> Huey, savvy nephew, like all the cards that I just could not care less about. What about a Rulian gyro sensor? <laughs> um that one I have one of. Oh really? I have so many of them. Yeah. One. I'm just like, I don't want these. Why? I mean, I have a playset of Gustav the Giant. Oof. How exciting. Like, oh, oh my gosh. It's just, it's terrible. I just feel uh, so discouraged. I don't know. And maybe I've just been spoiled in the past. I've opened a number of enchantments in the past. So to get a whole case and just not hit anything and like not really hit the money legendaries, like one Ursula, one Jafar, uh, one Robin Hood, like that doesn't even pay for one box. Really, really missed on my pack openings. One Jim yeah, Hawkins. I was say, those are, those are not great legendaries. I uh I had similar similar with my legendaries. I had no Jafars, no Ursulas, and then my only Jim Hawkins is an enchanted or not an enchanted one is a uh foil legendary. So I'm probably gonna I mean, at this point I'm I'm gonna be playing with foils. Whatever. Look, I don't want but, this to be a downer episode, but I just had to you know, I gotta be real, gotta tell you how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Hated opening into the influence. Uh, it was just not the set for me in terms of box openings. Love the cards. There's, I did, you know what? I'll credit where credit's due. I did get four morphs. I wanted morph. I have four of them. I got five curse merfolks. Um, you know, that's a card I want to play with. I, I, I want to play with Emerald, but it doesn't really come together without the Ursula Deceiver of all. So far, at least. Now I have to try to build Emerald without songs, without the strongest Emerald card. Uh, I don't know if it makes sense. And it's not like anybody's been trying to trade the this 40... It's not like I even have trade fodder for a $45 card for three of them. Yeah, that's fair. What am I going to trade you for $135 worth of cards? <laughs> Uh, a couple Milo Thatches. Uh, Three Milo like... Thatches gets me to half of one Ursula. Not actually, not even. It's only eight. It's about eighteen dollars in value. It's not even half. Wow. Uh, you know, Jafar gets me most of the way to one Ursula. I suppose if I trade a Jafar. Um. It is rough. And I'm like, it, does she fall? I'm not sure that she does. I think she's the beast of the set. And if you look at Beast from in, uh, from Rise of the Floodborne, he's still $45. Oh, I know. I just traded a Beast away. Actually, I traded both of them away. By the way, I don't have any of those to spare either because I have four. And I potentially want to play Emerald with Steel. We'll get more into that later, I guess. Um just like man i don't even feel like i have enough cards to build decks i opened i opened so much product 
six hundred dollars mm-hmm. worth of cards. So I'm like, man, I don't know. I think it's time for me to retire from the booster boxes and get into the singles market. I think I figured it out actually. I think what, what'd you figure out? This this set is the boxes and the troves for me. And it's gonna be the single packs, the the loose packs for you. We'll see the pack I'm opening tonight because <laughs> like I said, I opened all four boxes. I did get two starter decks. And so okay. this is one of my starter deck packs. Okay, um, okay. Well, you might have some magic. I hope so. Hopefully I have something that I can list on TCG Player immediately so that my wife won't <laughs> kill me for buying some Ursula's. There you go. Uh, because oh, I have actually opened more. I forgot to say, I actually opened exactly three boxes because I picked up a couple packs. Well, a couple's two. That's Co- two to 22. Sorry, I picked up four packs that were loose, and okay. then I had to grab packs for the episode, so... Okay, okay, okay. So you've opened three boxes, and you've had two enchanteds. And uh, how many Jafars do you have? Uh, One Jafar. Okay, and you said zero Ursulas. One Uh, Jafar, zero Ursulas. You have a foil Jim Hawkins. Do you have any other Jim Hawkins? No other Jim Hawkins. I have one Robin Hood. One Robin Hood, okay. I have, I think, about two or three Maleficents. Yeah, it's kind of a miss. They're not that. They're not that good. And one trumpeter, one Perdita, one Milo Thatch. That was the other thing. So my first box, all fire, all gas. Box number two. I pull three legendaries: Perdita, Milo Thatch, and Mickey Mouse Trumpeter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay, well, time to never open another box again that first box was great and i should have quit there Mm -hmm. even my super rares the only super rare that was like oh wow that's a really good super rare was sheriff of nottingham yeah and even he's only going for a couple bucks i think people realize that combo is not really going to be that good nope Uh, i should have sold my beasts right when people discover that i have a couple extra foil beasts Oh, is Green Beast down now? Probably. Let's look at him. Let me look him up. Beast. Relentless. Yeah, I mean, he was, he's now listed for 1850 He had gotten up to more than that. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess he didn't get too much higher than 20 bucks. Well, somebody bought one for 29 25 25 He's down a bit. 30 yeah okay. no they were they were they'd get up around the 30 dollar range for sure uh, i still have one that's about 44 dollars, but that's because it's a foil no these aren't even foil ones uh 38 39 39 40 around the 20th the 19th the 20th mm-hmm. um, they were going for quite a bit um What are the what's the cheapest foil? Because what I have is foil. <laughs> We're doing this live, guys. Cheapest foil <laughs> right now is about thirty-five bucks. Well, if I did flip those minus marketplace fees, eh, at least I could get close. To, I mean, certainly Ann Ursula. Um, 
to, well, not, I mean, not to, let's be honest, but at least the second one cost me like 20 bucks. Hmm. These are the thoughts, these are the thoughts that goes through my head live, guys. How do I, <laughs> how do I justify spending more money on Lorcana? Um, your event. Let's get into your event. You talked about your pre-event. How did the event go? Uh, so first, first game. Tell me how you got to first place. First place. <laughs> Round one of the event. I end up going against the guy who came in first this time around in set two for league. Okay. Tell me how you crushed uh, him. I came, I came in second and he ended up beating me. What? How? You game both, one, you mean? Both times. Two O. Both times. Yeah. Two O. Not even a game three. I believe it was a two O. Then okay. I, I, what I, happened? I don't remember the losses. I only remember the wins. <laughs> um. So next round, I go up against. Play a loser round two. No offense to the person. Round two, I win. Um. I believe that one was two and one. Okay. And then Not round three. So far. Go ahead. I go up against uh, Hero Trooper, Nick. Who was also one and one at the time, right? Also one and one at the time. And end up going... He wins the first one, I believe. Okay. I win the second, and then I win the third. Okay. So you etched one out against him. Okay. So I'm now now two and one. It's hilarious. And you guys are playing in the uh, webcam league this season, right? Yeah, first match. we also play each other. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's fine. Why not, right? Um. So yeah, I'm two and one. The guy next to me is two and one. The other guy's also two and one. How many rounds? And it was three rounds. Oh, and the guy. Yeah, so the guy that was you got like right third. across. Yeah, so the guy that was right across from me ends up taking third, but me and the guy that were you know right next to him. We're also two and one, so I was like, "Cool." Obviously, it's just win percentage. So, would have would have loved to have another round to try and figure that one out, but yeah, yeah, that's how she goes. Three rounds is pretty short. You know, it's losing round one really hurts you because then your next opponent is a person who's zero and one, and then if you beat Mm -hmm. them, which you did, now that person's zero and two, and your opponent win percentage Mm -hmm. is very low. Um, and then you go on to play Hero Trooper, who's uh, one and one, and you beat him. Now he's one and two, and your person that mm-hmm. was zero and two might have went zero and three. Nobody knows. I mean, you might know, but probably not. So yeah, it really losing uh, round one is a big deal in Swiss tournaments. I believe the guy that went zero and two was up against the other guy that was one and one, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I believe he said he just gave him the game because he was already 0-2. And but definitely like, went 0-3, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, fantastic. Yeah. I know. And it's very selfish to be like, play for me. <laughs> play yeah. for me. I Actually, need your no. opponent win percentage. Oh, that's what it was. Never mind. Sorry. The guy that was 0-3, I can't remember who he played. But the guy that was... One one and or sorry, he was two and one next to me. His opponent was no. How did that go? It's okay. You don't have to get two into the weeds. Yeah, you know, I don't remember. Anyways, it ended it's up fine. where three of us were two and one, and I was just kind of like, yeah. "Dang, 
Wait, three of you are two what? and one, and you got... So what place did you get? I guess I got fourth, I guess, because I didn't get third. Oh, was somebody undefeated? I don't know if there's a way to check. There was. There must have been um, undefeated. There was one guy. Okay. The guy who won the whole thing was that's where, undefeated. That's where I was lost, because you're like, there's three of us that ended up two and one, and I, and I got fourth, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> the math ain't so, mathing. You didn't mention there was an undefeated. So, I get it now. Yeah, sorry. There was one undefeated. There was, I think, eight people at the event. One undefeated, one two and one, another two and one, and then us other two and ones that I guess got fourth and fifth or tied for fourth. Yeah. Um, so I think I think one more one more round would have definitely just kind of cleaned up a lot of it. Yes and the no. Guy that was three and zero. Oh, you know. Worst case scenario, he goes three and one, but he's probably still wins it. The guy that's two and one in second, and the guy that's two and one in third, they go up against each other. You know, one of them might be dropping, and then it's like if you win your game, then you're now three and one, and they're two and two. I understand why guy, you wanted yeah. another round to um, have a better chance of figuring out like a second place for you. Mm-hmm. Um. But on the flip side, you have a clear first place, and mm-hmm. having one more round actually has the chance to muddy that up. True, true, true. Where now there's multiple people that are three and one, and it's a tie for first place, which is like a tie for third and second is not nearly as bad as a tie for first. It doesn't feel as bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe it's best it did end at three rounds. I know not for your position in particular, but for the event overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but three rounds is short. How many people were playing? Uh, eight, I believe. Oh, just eight. Okay. Yeah. What about you? How was your event? Uh, I had to work this weekend. I did not get to go to an event. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I'm saving myself for constructed. See, all this fun. Uh, but I really want to hone in on constructed this set. I want to go to some big events. Uh, March 23rd, you're welcome to come down. Laughing Dragons having a 1K event. Um, okay. Uh, if anybody in the Seattle area wants to go to that event, I certainly plan on being there. Yeah, should be a good time. Nice. Um, so that's my big event that I know of so far. And I know they're going to have another event closer to the end of the set they've already announced. I don't think they put a date on it yet. Uh, but they said they want to do two one case per set, one towards uh, the beginning of the cycle and one towards the end. Wait a sec. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I had to go to Melee to check because I, I was like, you know what? I just want to see what my what okay. my placement was. OK, OK, I'm listening. I'm here for first it. place. Three oh and one. Three oh and one. Where's the tie? Yeah, Second was... place, two, one, and one. So first place, Arf. Second place, Cree. Cree's the guy that I played first round that ended up coming second. Third place, Ben Johnson. Hold up a sec. Wait a minute. No way. So how I does, think I know how what does happened. That work? You have a tie as well, right? Yes. So I think what he did... What the organizer did is decided to call it after three rounds, and just because he had maybe scheduled four rounds, 
had to give everybody a tie on the last round so that the tournament would end without affecting positioning. Ah, that that guts me though cuz looking back at it, the guy that I played first was the guy that was in second, right? So I'm pretty sure the guy that came in third in the tournament would have had to play the guy that was in second at the time because I had already played the guy in second. So yeah. I would have had to play the guy in first. So, I mean, really, if I had beaten the guy in first... You probably still would have had the worst opponent win percentage. Yeah, probably. Um, <sighs> just just guts me, though, to see that it says, like, technically I came in third. Well, wait, so you did get third, but you didn't get third place prizing? I'm confused now. It says, yeah, so I didn't get third place prizing. But it says on here, on Melee, I got third. Interesting. Wonder how that came about. Maybe the yeah. tie, maybe he just called it after whatever the rankings were after round three and somehow giving everybody a tie did mix up a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly how that would be the case, but may- maybe opponent win percentage changed after like doing another round of pairing and then giving everybody a tie. Could have shifted opponent win percentage slightly because you had a new opponent Um, yeah i don't know that's that's what i would think i mean i think it's somewhat normal um and it's been a long time since i did these kind of events to like play swiss rounds until there's a clear first place and so you go Mm -hmm. well we you know it might be three rounds it might be four rounds it depends how the parent you know how it matches up but to uh, go ahead and call it when you do have somebody that's in first place, like clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. I mean, I guess technically, is what I'm saying. if I beat the guy that's in first place, if I beat the guy yeah. that's in first place, though, doesn't that make me three and one and him three and one? Uh, yes, which is why you don't do a round four. Ah. Uh. Because now there's a tie for first place. And it's going to go down to opponent so. win percentage. I guess so. I would. I would rather I mean, have known that if I had beaten him, that I could have taken second, and that the guy in second could have been third, or I could have tied with the guy in first. And it's like, hey, do you want to just split the prize? Yeah, sure. You. I mean, just to be know. clear, no. There's there would no not have been an intentional split option, really. That's true. Um, because you weren't both. I, I don't know who he played time. though. Yeah, the, I don't the know intentional who he draw. Is the problem only really works if you're both undefeated in the final round because then you draw and you're both still have the highest ranking yeah um yeah i don't know uh but that's okay so you got fourth out of eight uh you know i gotta say for the podcast been it's a pretty disappointing performance and i need better out of you this is third Okay. I'm going to go with the officials. I'm <laughs> well, going to go with the officials. You got awarded a fourth place prize. <laughs> I got a, I got awarded no prize. No prize at all for fourth place? Dang. No prize at all for fourth, yeah. No consolation promo or Nothing. anything? Dang. Savage. Um, okay. Well, that was how your event went. Um, you wanted to talk about box errors. Uh, you know a little bit more about this than me, so please take the floor. Okay. 
So, there's a rumor going around. A rumor, yeah. And I know one person, I've only known of one person who's had this happen. I don't know if there's multiple cases of it. Okay. Somebody pulled the alternate art Rockstar Stitch, the championship prize Rockstar Stitch, out of a booster pack. One alternate art Rockstar Stitch out of a booster pack, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an interesting story. I think there's other ways somebody could have got their hand on that card besides a booster pack. that is possible. They they put down that the pack and the box that they bought it out of. Well, they, I guess they bought the whole box and then the pack that it came out of. Uh, both had the same serial number on the back, mm-hmm. which is zero two four four CM one one one. Apparently, these are loaded packs. If you ever get a chance to get your hands on one, grab one. Do some testing. Find out if it's true. But other than that, uh, booster boxes with certain codes had multiple back-to-back two-plus enchanteds, and one box had four enchanteds in it. So there's where all your enchanteds went, Charles. Um, Other boxes with different codes had three discard cards in one pack. Mm -hmm. And then other... There's troves that had certain codes, no rares or higher. Booster boxes that had codes that had no legendaries. And starters that had no rare or higher. So, my worst I box mean, those had are pretty three big legend. My worst box had three legendaries. Um, which so, I used to think the minimum was four. I used to always get at least four. Uh, and again, I've heard yeah. others say three, though, in the past as well. So maybe I've just been I luckier. I always got three. You were just um, a big old lucky boy. I was always getting I three. Was. Or... I used it all up. It's gone. I have none. Yep. None to be found. Um, That's also why I'm like, maybe I just don't buy any more packs, because I pull two Enchanteds every set, and I've already pulled two, so no point in buying any more cards. Interesting. Well, you still need a pack to open on the show. <laughs> um, I've got six. I'm good for a while. All right. All right. Um, I saw reference on Mushu, no dice or lore counter in the Luminaire's Trove, potentially. Uh, and no rare or higher rarity cards in the booster pack. Now, it doesn't go into detail here whether it's all the packs in the trove or just like you got a pack with no rares, uh, which is very disappointing. Uh, I do think it's important to note that um, if you have uh, had an issue with one of your packs or or decks, I saw somebody got a starter deck uh, that was miscut. where Terribly miscut. Very miscut. It was posted in our Discord. And I mean, you could see like the bottom quarter inch of a of a different card, or maybe yeah. it ends up being the same card. I don't know. I didn't really pay that much attention. It was a big miscut. Um, almost comically, I almost since it's just a starter deck, I'd almost be happy to have it just because it's such a weird thing. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, what I'm getting at is if you've had an issue, 
Uh, please contact customer service through the contact form on Ravensburger's uh, official website. Um, and they will try to get the uh, replacement out to you. So uh, don't stress too much. If you've had an issue, I'm sure they will do everything they can to make it right. I definitely had a couple issues. Um, I didn't have any issues other than just not opening good cards, but I don't think I'll get replacements for that. Oh, oh, dang. Yeah, that was my issue as well. I, I pulled this card called Milo Thatch. I was trying to get rid of that one. <laughs> mm, yeah, I know all about that guy. Yeah. Uh, with that, there is a little bit of card errata news. Apparently, some people are getting Ursula, and I'm unclear if it's all of them. I have one upstairs, but I haven't looked at it. Ursula Deceiver of All is supposed to be Dreamborn. And she's being printed as Storyborn. Uh, well, you don't have one, I guess. Um, you know, I do not. And that actually you... was partially driving up the price as well. While, while while you dive into this, let me run up. I will look at mine just to see, and I'll be right back. Fair enough. So, it's supposed to be a Dreamborn, but it says Storyborn on it, and. It has actually been asked to Robinsberger employees, and they confirmed that, yes, it is supposed to be a Dreamborn. That card will be getting an errata. Unfortunately, that does drive up prices for anyone who is a collector. They do like these cards before they get eroded. Kind of shows that you got the card before the change. And uh, shows the flaws. Everybody loves flaws in cards. Apparently, it bumps up the price quite a bit. So... That Ursula is probably going to be seeing a high price, and if you're going to be trading for one, hopefully they don't listen to the podcast, and hopefully they don't know about Carteratas, and if that's what you're uh, wanting to get the card at a low price, and if you're one of those people who, you know, isn't on enough, to, honest enough to just tell them that, hey, this card's actually going to be worth quite a bit. There is other cards that were Enchanteds that were supposed to get an errata, one of them being the Simba, Rightful Heir, I believe is supposed to get an errata that just changes the word from when attacking or sorry when challenging to while challenging that's only going to get an errata if it gets a reprint that has also been confirmed by Robinsberger employees they said it was not errata the first time because the reprint was always already going on when they decided to do the errata so ursula if there's another print coming will be errata can confirm mine storyboard. So, there you go. Charles has got a money card. I Here's the thing. I don't actually think that's affecting the price. What I think is affecting the price is that people recognize that it's almost certainly the best legendary of the set. Well, hold on a sec. And what I will argue. Best legendaries of the sets go for about $45. Go ahead. What I will argue is if you go to TCG Player right now, uh-huh. Ursula, Deceiver of All, Alternate Art. If you look back, February 21st to 23rd, I don't know why you'd have it on the 21st. Anyways, the price was pretty low. The price was pretty low, right? Mm, okay, here's my thing. She is currently listed. I'm talking about latest sales. 
because the market price only says 382 but latest sales 430 465 540 it's just shooting up and name one other enchanted from the previous set i'm talking about set two not set one that has reached nearly six hundred dollars uh yeah well set two enchanted did not get up there you're right but i don't understand why that means anything because elsa did get up there and beyond that and is in fact is still beyond that oh yeah She's listed at $740 right now. Yeah, um, but that's the frozen tax. Everybody knows that. Good card. Yes. Frozen tax. Definitely. But it's it's hardly played. And when it is played, it's a two of maybe a three of. Here's the thing about Ursula. I think she's going to see play. And if you're playing Ursula, you're playing four copies. This is not the mm-hmm. kind of card that you splash in your deck. It's the kind of card that your deck is built around. Not exclusively, mm-hmm. but it means you have songs. And if you have, it's particularly three costs and less songs. And if you have three costs and less songs in your deck, you want to sing them twice a second time for free as much as possible. So you're running for Deceiver Evolves. Unless you're me and you only have one, then you play one and you play bad decks. <laughs> all I'm going to say is my personal opinion if you have an Ursula Deceiver of all and you're a collector send it away for grading sure sure <laughs> I just don't think it's that interesting of a Arata storyboard Dreamborn. I don't know I mean I guess it's one of the more major Aratas considering it's like a classification or whatever um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think it's not. It's not. Ooh, this card's errata pricing. It's oh, this card's the best legendary in the set pricing. That's that's the way I look at it. Um, you know, first set got reprinted a lot, and now Rapunzel's finally down to thirty-one dollars. But mm-hmm. she was around, and I mean Maleficent, and. Uh, Elsa were all around that $45, $50 price for a long time. Mm-hmm. With a foil, Rapunzel being over $100. You know, kind of what's funny, honestly, is that Rapunzel's down to $31. Uh, Maleficent's $24. Uh, Belle's $25. You know, Hades is $18. Why, why would you pay $210 for... Like that's the going rate for a box of the first set. Why yeah. why buy a box when your biggest hit is a thirty one dollar card? Mm-hmm. When you can get Unless, a, a box of Rise of, or a, I mean even Rise of the Floodborne, like what they're going for one twenty, almost just a little more than half, and you can hit beasts at forty five dollars. Seems seems off to me. You box to the singles pricing. But that's uh that's going off on a tangent. I mean, really, if you're going for a box of the first chapter, you're most likely looking for an enchanted, but I guess that's built into it if, if, that you could get an Elsa. But God, the odds but at the are same so low. Time, it's like yeah, the odds are so low. 
And the fact that it's 210 a box, like Stitch, Carefree, Surfer, Enchanted, about 260 almost every Enchanted is under $200 other than like four of them, including the Elsa. Yeah, there's four. There's Bell, Stitch, Tinkerbell, and Elsa that are yeah. over the box price. And they get as low as like 120 130 you know, it's always surprising to me that Maui is so low considering he's such a played card. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm actually surprised that Maui's like... Because, like, for, for me, art-wise, right? Art-wise, Maui being 157, but I look at the Aladdin being 139, and I'm like, I feel like the art's better. Yeah, but nobody plays Aladdin. Yep. I know. But, I mean, like, only crazy people play Enchanteds. I've got a person at my locals that plays with his Janets. Exactly. Uh, crazy people. Yeah. Well, Sell it and go buy more cards. Think about it. Yeah. Well, you know, not everybody likes to sell cards. I don't know. I don't know. You open it, you put it in the sleeve, you play with it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the one, but yeah, I, I don't know. know. I'm just saying like you pull a bell. If you're not a collector, then just sell the bell and go buy like, 10 bells for the same price yeah but not everybody feels comfortable messing with like who are you gonna sell it to like not everybody feels comfortable like selling cards online which i totally get and respect fair enough um so you have to find a buyer locally that wants to buy it or you got to try to trade it for somebody that wants to trade for it And when you're Mm -hmm. saying like oh i want to trade for a 275 and dollar card like it's hard to have enough cards to do that yeah just like I'm not going to be able to trade for Ursula's. Ugh. Good luck. Well, why don't we get onto something a little more positive, hopefully. We've done the Carteratas. We've done the box errors. We've done our events. Let's get into a pack break. Come on, let's let's find something good. Okay, okay. okay. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Ooh, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll get it out of the way. You know, I'll get I'll get the bad cards out of the way so you can pull the heat. Okay. So what I did, I went to my store to uh, get a couple packs for pack break. And I saw that they had exactly four left in the box. And I said, give me the last four in the box. Okay. As one does, obviously. Mm -hmm. We've got Rufus, Orphanage Cat, card that I'll probably never play. Uh, Mickey Mouse. Stalwart Explorer, I actually saw that card used quite a bit in Sealed. Billy Bones, Zazu, Lena Sabruing, Joshua Sweet, Mama Odie, Queen of Hearts, Starkey, and the first card is a rare, it is a morph. Mm, Nice pull. Not bad, not bad. Second card is worse. Not really, but it is a mini mouse. Musical artist, also a rare, and the foil yeah, no, is, is a sorcerer's yeah sorcerer's tower. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's the magic. Broom I'm not going to say morphs. Right? My f- that is the magic broom location. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. I'm I'm actually going to go with sorcerer's tower as my favorite card. That's fair. Out of that pack, I think. Uh, I think um, it, you know, I wanted a little more broom action, and we got a lot more. 
like I think someone's mm-hmm. got to try to build a broom deck. So I actually ended up pulling Sorcerer's Tower and I think two brooms in the sealed event. And I said, you know what? Looking at the cards that I got, looking at what I have to build here, I'm going to go with the brooms in the Sorcerer's Tower. And the number of times I got a broom off, I got the Sorcerer's Tower off, I moved the broom there, quested for extra lore. Beautiful. And uh, it worked out pretty well for a while. I was getting some decent lore off the brooms. The only thing that kind of stunk was most of my opponents had all the locations that have the lore that they just gain at the beginning, little lore upkeep. And uh, I just had Sorcerer's Tower for the most part on the field. No lore gain off of it, unless I'm questing. Uh, sorry, I think I got a crime, baby. Let me go see what's going on. So while Charles is gone, I'm going to open a pack. We got Pongo, Simba, Wardrobe, Prince Ali Aladdin, Merlin, Tinkerbell Tiny Tactician, Triton, Goofy Musketeer, Lilo Galactic Hero. Uh, that's a miss. We got Hades, Lord of the Underworld, Lady Tremaine's Stepmother for the Rares, and an Ursula's Shell Necklace for the Foil. Unfortunately, I'm still trying to finish that foil collection of the first chapter, and I'm that guy that just keeps hunting for those enchanted, so, you know, gotta grab a pack while you can. Unfortunately, I did not need any of these. The collector in me does not want them to print any more first chapter, but also the collector in me wants them to just so I can finish my collection. It is getting rough to try and finish this collection. I'm right at the end. I've got like six cards left, ten enchanteds. And it seems that everybody who I'm trying to trade with at uh, Locals, they're either missing the same six cards or they've just completed their set of those and they're missing other cards, but the cards that they're missing, I'm not I'm not going to trade because I only got one of those, so... I guess the biggest problem is it's thriving where I am. Not to the point of, you know, 200 players or whatever, but it's thriving enough that the people are that are interested are interested and others are starting to come in more and more. So I'm happy with that. Sorry, I think I got back down there. No problem. All right, let's see what I get in my pack here. I uh, just want to say I do miss the little puzzle piece cards. Yeah, I definitely do too. And I find it weird that these inserts are sharp corners. Yeah, I had the same as the cards. I had some that were cut the same as the cards, and other ones that were cut to sharp corners. Oh, all of mine have been sharp corners. Yeah. That's Somebody fine. said I think that the trove ones are rounded. Interesting. Almost maybe even makes sense. Maybe it helps protect the corner of the cards. If there's something to stick it out a little bit more, but I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, here we go. Eeyore. Agrabah. Good location. Uh, Zazu. We also have a Zazu. Uh, Lena Saberwing. Gromatalo. 
Miss Bianca, the Sorcerer's Tower, Pluto, good on comments, uh, Kit Cloud Kicker Navigator, not the, not the awesome green one, mm -hmm. uh, Pluto Determined Defender, and a Helga Sinclair Femme Fatale. Ugh, I haven't seen a lot of those lately. Then a foil. I've got a dream con. It's not a great pack. But definitely, it's not even a. Uh, Elg is not a dollar. The Pluto is definitely not a dollar. Um, yeah, that is a bad pack. You hate to see it. I don't seen a lot of them. Seen a lot mm -hmm, of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is a fourth Helga Sinclair, so there's finally, um, oh no, excuse me, no, that's the other Helga I have three of, so this is a third Femme Fatale, and a second Pluto, I guess I needed these towards playsets, but they're not of cards I particularly care about, mm -hmm. overall pretty disappointing, but that's been my story for End of the Link Clans, so here <laughs> we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to building, Ben? I've been kind of working on some ideas, and they're kind of just rough right now. I still have to test them out and see if I actually enjoy it. But I'm looking at a Ruby Sapphire and a... Ruby Sapphire, what, what do you Amethyst. Come on, give me more than that. Oh, uh, it's, just, it's just ramp. Ramping to do what? Uh, well, for the Gramatala and okay. the Bell... Okay. Okay. Um, so ramping for the sake of ramping. Okay. Yeah. Um. I originally had Aladdin in there. I don't know why I'm still trying to play this Aladdin. So I'll probably end up getting rid of that. that I sense. thought Spike it would card. be a good idea to. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of slow the opponent down. You know, play the first one, they lose lore. Play the second one, you can start swinging in to make them lose more lore. But I just, I just don't see it yet. No, and you probably never will. No. And then I've got two songs in there right now, which is the How Far I'll Go and Be Prepared. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, you get a couple Talas, the the two-cost Talas out maybe, and you use them for one jump ahead. And if your opponent decides not to take them out, then, you know, later on in the game, you be prepared, wipe the board, and start fresh and get that big Tala down before you start throwing more stuff into your inkwell for lore. Uh, once you've hit 10, you can get that bell. So she's gaining lore. Mm -hmm. And then uh, with having, it's it kind of is unfortunate because right now all I have is how far I'll go. So maybe I'll, I should throw in a different song that doesn't wipe my board. Because I also thought about throwing in like Aerial uh, Adventurous Collector so that if you play like how far I'll go, that your bell is now evasive until the start of your next turn. So you can easily quest her and not worry about her just getting wiped out as soon as you gain the five lore. Mm -hmm. Oh, I also have one jump ahead, so I guess that's the song that she could sing as well. Wait, you keep talking, saying how far I go, but you're talking about wiping your own board. Do you mean be prepared? What are you talking about? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying having how far I'll go is the song that I would sing that wouldn't wipe my own board. Be prepared is the only one that, you know, be prepared is going to wipe the board, but how far I'll go won't wipe the board. Well, yeah, it's nothing I don't to do with the board. I'm just confused. What do you, what, 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 okay. What? I have... What's aerial, the, right? Okay. Oh. And aerials, whenever you sing a song, you gain evasive. Well, there's no point in singing Be oh. Prepared. Okay. Yeah. I see that. 
I see. Um, that area. So yeah. 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 So that's Maybe kind of one right thing that there. I'm building. Well, you get yeah. one jump ahead too, I guess. Yeah, one jump ahead, how far I'll go. Those two, it's like, you know, it kind of gives you a chance to possibly keep your bell on the board a little bit longer to maybe gain 10 lore out of her. And other than that, I'm building kind of like, I don't know, I was kind of coming, kind of coming up with it at work, this hodgepodge kind of amethyst steel that I want to test out and see how it does. Which, you know, everybody's doing amethyst steel right now with that Jafar and... Oh yeah, and then you're gonna have a bunch of emeralds as well. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure the Jafar just makes it a potentially explosive deck, but I think it's a good deck without the Jafar. Um, it's <laughs> just got a lot of good removal, good draw. You know, what else do you need? Uh, those two things go really well together. I mean, one thing I am using in this deck that I don't know if a lot of people are going to be using is the lamp. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought about trying to get that to go. I would think you'd want to play it with Emerald, though. Well, I figured if you have the Lamp and you have uh, Jafar Striking Illusionist as well as... As well as uh, Genie Supportive Friend, then you get to draw the two cards. Because it doesn't say this or. It says if you have Jafar, draw two cards. If you have Genie return chosen four-cost character to their player's hand. So if you have Jafar and Genie out, you're drawing cards and returning. Right, no, for sure. And I agree with that. But if you want to get Genie out, don't you feel like playing green? It's better for Genie? I guess so. I'm just looking at the supportive friend for the card draw Dude. for for the Jafar. It's, I don't know. I see. I haven't, I see. I haven't even I see. tested it yet, so I don't know how bad it's going to be. You know, I keep looking at Genie's powers, Genie Power Unleashed. Like, is there mm -hmm. a good option for this guy now? We've got more actions that cost five or less. Um, I mean, there's still the classics uh, as well. Um, mm -hmm. But the idea of a character that can play not just songs, but any action, five or less or free, is very mm -hmm. intriguing. Uh, I don't know that it's there yet. Still, I was kind of trying to look at it. Say, like, I forget what I even kind of was looking at. There's obviously the steel. Like, it feels like the steel stuff is still the best, right? Being able to play a whole new world, um, or being able to uh, grab your swords. Both of those are songs, mm -hmm. though. Like, I keep looking for five cost actions that you can't normally sing because that would be too broken. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what Genie is like really special about. But I mean, still gaining three lore and singing uh, either of those steel songs at the same time is still really good. I'd like to see something, uh, something there. I don't know what it is, though. If you look at like four and five songs, well, Steel has, and then the Long Saint Games is now as well as the songs. Um, yeah. yeah doesn't, I got the unfiltered wrong here. Not songs, just actions. There we go. I mean, you know, there's not a lot in the four to five range, right? You've got 99 Puppies and You Have Forgotten Me. Pack Tactics, which I don't think is a very good card. Steal from the Rich isn't that good of a card. 
It's like, what are you, what are you trying to do? Dragonfire yeah. is kind of still the best thing. I was also trying to look at like Jafar is a sorcerer, Maleficent's a sorcerer. Um, I mean, Genie's not a sorcerer, but you have like that magic broom that if you have a sorcerer, you can exert other characters mm-hmm. and they can't ready at the next turn. So I'm like, that kind of delays your opponent a little bit, but I don't know. It's, it's just, I think it's going to be a little too tough because there's a lot of mid range stuff and not a lot of early stuff. There's uh, a couple things I want to explore. One is Mufasa. Um, I think there's some more gas for the Mufasa deck, particularly Perdita mm-hmm. or, or whatever her name is. Is that right? Perdita? Uh, yeah. 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 Perdita. That's a good card. When you play it and when she quests, you get a character two cost or less from your discard into play for free. Like, not even pick back up to your hand into play for free. Mm-hmm. Imagine you hit her off of Mufasa, so now you're getting her off the Mufasa, and you're getting an additional character right away. I mean, that's just, wow. Value town. But isn't the problem that uh, it's the two costs or less? What's the problem and with Mufasa's that? A, isn't Mufasa like a three? Well, Mufasa's a five, five cost. Yeah. Yeah, you're not getting Mufasa back, but still, to get uh, a yeah, six yeah. cost two lore character out, and you get another character out, like a, a Simba or something. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I could see that. There's just a lot of value there. And then if they can't remove her right away, which she has six willpower, so they probably can't, she's going to quest, and you're going to get another two cost character out of your discard into play. <sighs> I like Perdita. Uh, she's valued kind of low right now. And I think she'll probably stay low because it's probably not something you put four of in a deck. Six cost uninkable. You don't want to get stuck on too many of those. Um, and then it's hard because you want to play kind of Chernabog in a deck like that too. But then Chernabog clears out your discard pile. Therefore making your Perditas not good. So I don't know. I haven't really tested it yet. I'm not sure what the right combination of Perditas and Chernabogs in a Mufasa deck is. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. there's uh, some fun stuff to explore there. Uh, I love the Madame Medusa, the boss. Um, I think that's a very good card. I don't know what else I want to explore. Um, the other option, that's not true. I do know the other thing I'd like to explore, I just can't because I don't have Ursula's. Uh, but it's Emerald. I really want to play Emerald, and I want to mess around with Emerald Amethyst. Uh, you know, I think I mentioned this last week on the podcast, that I think just singing Friends on the Other Side with Ursula Deceiver of All is just too good. Mm-hmm. Too good to say no to. Um, I know the Steel songs are very attractive as well. But wow, exert my three-cost character and draw four cards. Wow. You know, that's that's what I've got to say about that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then I get the uh, always good, you know, like Madam Mim bounce package. So I could protect my Ursula Deceiver of all by bouncing it back to my hand. Or I can um, bounce the Ursula Deceiver to take another song out of my opponent's hand if they had multiple. 
there's just a lot of fun lines in a deck like that. And I want to explore that. I had a lot of fun with Emerald Amethyst aggro in the first set. And I think there's some more Emerald Amethyst shenanigans to be had here in the third set. So those are the two things I'd like to explore. Uh, I probably won't be able to since I only opened one Ursula Deceiver of All. Have I said that too many times this episode? <laughs> have I have I really drilled it in? I only opened one of my favorite card out of the set. No, not yet. Um, Couple more times ought to do it. Okay, well, just so you know, one my favorite card, the card I was raving about. And you know what kills me? You know what else really kills me? Is like what? Saturday, you know, it was going for like 30 bucks. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's actually already getting really reasonable. Hey, who knows? Maybe it'll come down to like 20 bucks. And so instead of acting, when I saw it around $30, I did nothing. I had already opened all four boxes. Opened oh, so two Friday night. Open two Friday night, open the other two Saturday morning. Well, I mean, also, you know, my wife made it pretty clear that she thought I had spent enough on Into the Inklings, <laughs> which is fair. Oh, I probably spent. My wife made it very clear that I've spent enough on Lorcana. Forever? <laughs> no, no, no. For the past couple sets here. Yeah, I've, okay. I mean, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, My biggest problem, yeah. though, is if you tell me that's enough, don't buy any more. Chances are I'm coming home with more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, You know, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, you know, this is the last set it that is. I would even like to have a, that I like to complete. I said I wanted to have, like, a completion of the first three sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not quite done set two, but I got pretty close actually. There's not a lot I need. Um, so now it's like I'm far off on set three though. Mm-hmm. I'm way far. Have you cataloged off. all your cards? Uh, the rares and plus, yes, yes. How do you think I was telling you? I was I... R- listing them off to you earlier. Ah, uh, I haven't even cataloged my uh set two yet oh yeah oh yeah no i've cataloged Uh, again set two i didn't i'm not cataloging commons and uncommons because i know that i've opened enough boxes that i just i have them uh but for rare plus yeah my entire collection is cataloged fair enough I definitely have to get there. I kind of cataloged the first set, and I was really meticulous about organization in the first set, and then I've kind of fallen off the wagon. Yeah, I have all my, again, rare pluses organized. And for the second chapter, my commons and uncommons are organized by ink only. Uh, Mm. First chapter is, like, organized numerically by by card number. but yeah, I have not bothered to do that with the second set and the third set. I, I will at least organize by ink. Uh, but right now it's just a fat stack of comments and uncommons. Actually, it's three fat stacks of comments and uncommons. 
Um, I wonder, you know, though, I only, I'm, I'm used to opening more than, and which sounds crazy, more than four boxes each set, but it's true. I wonder if I do have four of every uncommon, at least. Um, I'd like to even have eight. I like to have two play sets of the commons and uncommons in case I want to do multiple decks that might utilize them. But as long as I at least have four, that's okay. But I wonder, I haven't really, I haven't even made sure for the second set that I had that. So maybe, maybe one of these days I'll get there and organize that. Uh, but it won't be tonight. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to do right off the bat. Yeah, there's just so much going on. You know, you want to play other stuff that's not Lorcana. Uh, it's hard it's hard to get it all done in a day. There, yeah, I definitely feel that. It's getting late. It's getting long. But real quick, there's a couple tournaments I wanted to run over before we called it a night. Because uh, we do have a couple initial results um, from the new set. Both, I think, happened on the 25th. Uh, the first one, and I think you're going to be happy to see some things have changed. There's the Underworld Inklands Case Tournament, February mm -hmm. 25th, 22 participants. Right off the top, uh, there was a top four split, so there's not a clear first place. But there is two uh, Amber Steel decks. Uh, but they're not song decks, neither of them. They both are running. Okay. Piglet is a good card. Uh, and, you know, another card that I have one of, by the way. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, that Piglet is fire. And uh, she's going for $2.99 right now. I think I might even pick her up at that price. Uh, but I'm getting distracted here. Uh, they're both running her, running the Pluto. Uh, just kind of a very aggressive deck with some bodyguards to protect your early stuff. Mm -hmm. And then your Robin Hood, Beast, Hercules, late game. Uh, and one, the other one, is not running uh, any of those. Uh, it's running Tiana's and it's running Rapunzel. It's a very, very cheap deck. Uh, Lucky uh, and Mufasa. But outside of... Rapunzel, Lucky, Tiana, and Mufasa. Everything else is three cost or less. Uh, it's got Lilo's, Lilo's, Pluto's, and Captain Hook's. And then Simbla, Piglet, Mr. Smee's, and Kita. And Blue, Doc, the Prince. Just a very aggressive uh, and bare necessities, four of on that one. The other one's only, uh, no, it's running four bare necessities as well. You got to make sure you can get rid of a be prepared if the game like starts to go a little longer. Um, and it's interesting that we have this meta where there's not a lot of be prepared. Uh, there is a still Ruby Amethyst deck in the top four, uh, but it's playing Jim Hawkins and RLS Legacy as long as, as well as the Queen's Castle. Um, so it's got some location action going on. It's now running the Prince and Madame Medusa over Lady Tremaine. I think it's funny that they have like similar effects and they're both also like lady dams. Uh, very interesting for sure. Thematically and uh, 
ability-wise, very similar cards. Uh, of course, still running the bounce package. The, uh, <laughs> the zoo package, as I've heard some people call it. <laughs> um, but what is very not surprising nice. is that there are three uh, Amethyst Steel decks here. Uh, and all three have Jafar. And all three have a whole new world. So people are people are really excited about that. I mean, it is hard to deal with, right? Because it can just shift and do it the same turn. That's what that's what makes that one better than the beast combo. Because the beast combo you have to let it sit on the board for a turn. And Jafar, you can just put out a baby Jafar and like, oh, are you going to use removal on my two-cost Jafar or my four-cost Jafar? Uh, and if they don't, which they are not going to continuously have removal for, uh, you can just shift it out and use him to sing a whole new world. Boom, gain seven lore. So I do think that deck has some legs. Obviously... There's the bare necessities in the format. There's the Ursula. So there are plenty of ways to remove um, some of that some of that power that is available there. Um, but yeah, I think that's interesting. One more Ruby Amethyst, or is that the same one? Yeah, no, there's one more. Very similar looking list uh, that made the cut as well. And that was the first tournament. Uh, oh, did I mention Emerald Steel? There was an emerald steel as well. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Um, you know, Ursula, Deceiver of All, of which I only have one of, and uh, her shenanigans. You know, they were able to get four of them. Uh, I was not. <laughs> four beasts, four Robin Hood, Mother's Knows Best, Steel, you know, Strength of Raging Fire, Storm Rage On, just good times here overall. Uh, four Murph. Four morph, uh, being you know underrated, uh, shifting out beast on turn three, uh, and getting your draw going that early is very strong. Um, Kit Cloud Kicker, you know, uh, Zepho was rage, raving about him uh, last week, and I think he's right. I think it's a very good card. Mm -hmm. I actually got to play with him a little bit, just playing a couple starter deck games with my wife, and uh, yeah, I like him. Fun card that they put in the starter deck. Uh, one more tournament. And uh, just like to say, this uh, does have a first place. And it's a Amethyst Emerald deck. You know, exactly what I was just telling you I wanted to play. Um, it, of course, does have four Ursula Deceiver of All, of which I only have one. Um... And you know what? There's another one in the top four. Uh, probably only running three Ursula Deceiver of Walls because that's all they could get. I would imagine they would want four of those if they were able to. But this is just a couple days after the set came out. Uh, so I do think I am also right. I mean, Zephyr uh, was higher on the Emerald Steel. But I do think there's some legs for the Emerald Amethyst combo as well. Uh, seen a lot of the Queen's Castle index. I think that's going to be come to be one of the better locations. 
I only have one. <laughs> I opened four boxes and I only have one. And oh, uh, you'll get there. Uh, Mufasa deck. Actually, is this a Mufasa deck? No, I, I just looked at the colors. It's an Amethyst uh, Ruby deck. It is got Perdita and Piglet and Rapunzel and Mother Gothel, but it actually does not have Mufasa. Um, probably because it has four bare necessities, three teeth and ambitions, and two uh, Sumerian talisman. So that's kind of too many non-characters. Now you're, you're up to what? Uh, I can do math. 11? No. Nine. <laughs> Nine non-characters. It's a little high for Mufasa deck, so I see why you might not put Mufasa in. Uh, very interesting deck. It's got like the cheap Snow White, the two-cost Snow White that can heal. But I don't know really why. You're going to heal the Mother Gothel? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a Jafar deck. Jafar Steel uh, made the list. Also, uh, an actual Mufasa deck, but this one with Emerald uh, made the list as well. No Perditas, um, but they are running two Chernabogs and three Kitas, which is an interesting uh, inclusion. I haven't seen a lot of Kita yet. And then one classic uh, Amber Steel Song deck. You know, very classic. It's got some Along Came Zeus, um, but it's like, uh, and a couple Chernobogs and a couple Bare Necessities, but like, it's like a very, it's got the Stitch Cinderella Queen package with the, the baby versions and the shift targets or the shift, the Floodborns. It's got Simba, you know, uh, Ariel, Benja. So very classic looking uh, deck still. Able to make top eight in the tournament, and this one was out of 101 people. Um, so that's no slouch. Uh, that's all I had for tournaments. I just thought you'd be happy to see that uh, while Ruby Amethyst has made a couple appearances, it's by no means dominating the meta as it was before. Yeah, it's just nice to see a bit of a uh, change. Yeah, now your opponent just shifts out too far. And sings a whole new world that feels way better to play against and gain seven more. <laughs> so, so I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I was actually playing a game of Pixelborn earlier. Yeah. And my opponent was up. It was nineteen to oh nineteen to like five. Mm-hmm. And they had. Two locations on the board, one of them being McDuck Manor. They're obviously trying to McDuck me. And uh, that's a hard one to take out. Nine willpower, and they're throwing down that that uh, vault door. So they threw down two of those. Like, be like how are you going to take that out, you know? Mm-hmm. So I end up, just before last turn, I take out one of their McDuck Manors. I look at the board. Okay, they're only going to get to 19 on their next turn. And I throw down, I throw down the snake Jafar, mm-hmm. the dreadnought, and I throw down the steel two cost Jafar. Mm-hmm. And I already have two Jafars in my hand, one on the field. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Let's see how the next turn goes. I also have a beast. 
the five cost tragic hero and the five cost maleficent where you get to draw an extra card move damage yada 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 um turn starts i draw another jafar and a whole new world i shift all my jafars so i have four jafars on the shift all of them oh yeah i I sorry, I had two Jafars on the field because I accidentally played one when I meant to shift it, so that's why I had a dreadnought and another Jafar on the field. Um so I, I'm like, okay, here we go. Shift to the last two Jafars. I've now got four Jafars on the field, and I haven't even done anything. My opponent just says good game. And what happens is one of the cards I drew was a whole new world. Yeah. I immediately game. exert all my Jafars, play it with the Queen singing it, and gain thirty-six lore. To make the final score forty-one to nineteen. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Shouldn't you only gain twenty-eight lore? Seven times yeah. four is twenty-eight. Yeah. So I sorry. Yeah, twenty-eight. So it was. Uh, I guess I was at thirteen before. Okay. The math wasn't mathing, but anyways, final score forty-one to nineteen, and uh, I almost feel like if you beat your opponent forty-one. In game one, do you just win game two as well? Because I mean, you doubled the lore. <laughs> uh, Dominic Toretto taught me that it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning, winning is winning. That's right. And that's only if you ask any racer, any racer here. Well, Larkana is a game of racing, so it is. So ask any any real racer. <laughs> But yeah, felt good. I uh, did that I'm feel gonna, good. Feel, it did feel good. It seems I'll a little cheesy to me. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm playing Sorcerer's Tower every single broom, and then it's just Maleficent, Genies, Jafar's. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love a good combo deck, and I'm glad there's something like that to play. Um. Luckily, I don't feel too nervous about it because everything I want to play is either Amber with Bare Necessities or uh, Emerald with Ursula. Mm -hmm. And I particularly love the idea of Ursula, you know, of the Emerald Amethyst because I can bounce with like a snake or a fox my two-cost Ursula and then play her again. Oh, I love that idea. Um. Don't get me wrong, I understand you can still still top deck a whole new world. Uh, but Jafar is only an okay card outside of um, a whole new world, you know? He's mm -hmm. a 4 or 5 with one lore. Uh, he's evasive, right? Yeah, he's evasive. So he's hard to deal with in that perspective, but he's only questing for one each turn. Maybe yeah. you play... Uh, Friends on the other you know, side. Friends, and you draw, you get a couple extra lore off of him, which is cool. Uh, but you know, I think I, I don't think he's like broken, man. But people were calling for the ban of a whole new world before, you know, not many to be fair. But you know, there was talk. You think uh, that talk is going to get a little louder now? <laughs> I think I think it could. I think. Uh... I think I'll I'll stick to what I said, and yeah, it might make some people angry. If you've got a problem with a whole new world, 
If you got a problem with be prepared, um, get good scrub. Uh, I think that's uh, unfair, first of all. <laughs> um, I don't think you're in any position to be telling anybody to get good, uh, you know. And uh, I think the correct way to respond to that is uh, for the first time since the game came out, we do actually have answers to songs in the form of the Bare Necessities and in the form of Ursula. Um, That's what I mean by get good, Scrub. It's just... Well, you said that before we had answers. You said that before we had answers to uh, be prepared. So, And you also complained about be prepared at the same time. So maybe you should get good. Yeah, I know I should. <laughs> well, I think that about does it for this week. All right. Thank you for tuning in and venturing out with us on this magical journey. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at OverexertedCast. Have a great week, and we hope you'll join us again soon. And if you haven't already checked out our Discord, either shoot us a message, check the show notes, anything. Hop on in there. We've got a webcam tournament going on, so you must have the cards. You can't just do it all over Pixelborn. And uh, there may or may not be some prizes. Who's to say? I don't know. I didn't organize it. I honestly don't know if there's prizes. <laughs> but have I, a great I, week. I, Ben's sending out tragic heroes to everybody who plays. I don't have it anymore. I traded it. Well, I traded both tragic heroes and 30 bucks for a Hercules enchanted. Ben said if I beat him, he'll send me his one Ursula Deceiver of all. You heard it here first. I don't, I don't even have one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you'll open one, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> or seven. <laughs>